It doesn't seem to me that I see nearly as many trucks around in terms of uh, like general transportation services. I do recall seeing more on the um, on the lease vehicle side, but um, I, I do think that they are still around in that capacity. Growing a business requires a holistic approach that extends beyond sales and marketing. This approach needs alignment among people, processes, and technologies. So if you're a business owner, operations, or finance leader looking to learn growth strategies from your peers and competitors, you're tuned into the right podcast. Welcome to the WBS Podcast, where scalable growth using business systems is our number one priority. Now, here is your host, Sam Gupta. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the WBS Podcast. I'm Sam Gupta, your host and principal consultant at the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm Elevate IQ. While the ERP space has seen some independent companies, the independent term is even more important in the TMS and WMS space. This is because the large majority of the TMS platforms are owned by managed transportation and supply chain companies. The space is also interwoven with most vendors collaborating with each other because of data sharing, even with their competitors. Also, while TMS platforms have advanced their technology, most are still running on legacy platforms. So where does Mercury Gate stand in its capabilities and how does it compare with other supply chain solutions? In today's episode, we invited a panel of industry experts for a live discussion on LinkedIn to discuss an independent review of Mercury Gate capabilities. We covered many grounds, including how the independent EMS vendors differ from the vendors that might offer managed services. Finally, we covered their journey in how they acquired several capabilities over the period of time and became the top TMS vendor. With that, let's get to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And if you're joining for the first time, this is part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We review one vendor or the solution. And for today, we are going to review Mercury uh, Gate, and um, this one is part of our series of WMS TMS solutions. So uh, this one is going to be very interesting as well. Before we dig into that, we are going to start with everybody's intros. I am going to start with my intro. Sam Gupta, principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm. On that note, uh, Dave, can I ask you to introduce yourself next? Sure. Thanks, uh, Sam. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Dave Chrysler, and I own an operations consulting business working with leaders in manufacturing and distribution, uh, working with them on operational efficiency activities, and come to you with more than uh, 25 years now, corrected myself again, uh, of various operational leadership roles, uh, which included some ERP uh, and other system implementations. So excited to be here with you guys and to get into this review. 
and it's very hard to keep track of these years uh you know day we don't know five years are already gone right now time is flying right <laughs> Um, it is. Yes, it is. I, yeah. I had to do the math a couple of weeks ago because somebody uh, asked me to be very specific and uh, I was generalizing. So I now have a new number to use. Yeah. And we need to probably ask Andy how is, he is able to keep his sanity, uh, you know, and he's able, still able to count, I guess, those number of years. So Andy, over to you. I, I didn't, <laughs> I've never told you I can keep my sanity. I've never suggested that I'm a staying individual. I've never, never implied that. My, my name's Andy Pratico. And uh, yeah, I've been in the ERP business all my life with manufacturing companies. I've, I lived in the U.S. I live in British Columbia now. And uh, I've helped over a thousand manufacturers, I, I'm sure. Uh, I also wrote, wrote a book that helps people evaluate how to uncover the truth about ERP systems. I had a, a, a webinar last week, and my next one's now scheduled for September 20th. So I'll make sure both of you get an invite. Perfect. And guys, uh, check out the webinar, and he does an amazing job there. Um, that's what I keep hearing from everybody who has joined so far. Um, so make sure you go there. He's also going to tell you the stories about how he's able to keep up after 40 years, because I don't think I'll be able to pull through. I don't know about you, Dave. <laughs> I guarantee this. After, you know, going through 40 years writing a book, I don't know. Well, I, I used to have beautiful hair like you, Sam. He, don't forget that. He is joking. <laughs> We have the hair joke now, right? So, okay, That's good right. stuff, guys. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. So, okay, let's uh, dig into this one. Um, so, this one is very interesting. Let's start with the briefing, I guess, you know, and we always like to dig into a lot of different layers. And one of the layers that now we have the formal name, Dave, okay? So, get ready for it. Um, so, we were searching for this name for some time now after reviewing so many different WMS, TMS solutions. <laughs> and now they have literally coined this term, okay? This term is very meaningful because we talk about that term here in this show a lot, okay? But here in this context, it's going to be even more meaningful. And that term, the beautiful term, Dave, is called independent, okay? <laughs> Okay, and the reason why independent matters uh, in the case of WMS TMS is because, as you know, the solutions that we have reviewed so far, they are generally all over the place. The way their business models are structured, the way their offerings are structured, and this is the first time that they have officially coined this term that, okay, you are either looking at managed service providers which are technically not TMS, okay? They are trying to sell their managed services. That's what they are trying to do. Sure, you are going to get a toy as part of that. But, uh, and they are calling that toy a TMS. But for the most part, I guess, when you look at TMS vendors, uh, independent is probably the right term that needs to be used. Um, and most of the technical vendors would fall under that category. So these guys have formally used it. The independent, uh, and as we have noticed so far, they've supply chain game overall. Uh, when you look at different vendors uh, involved in this space, a lot of it has to do with data information. It's a fight. It, it's a real fight of data. The more data that you have, the the more powerful your solution is going to be. In general, the more powerful network you are going to have, the more powerful your solution is going to be. 
because these solutions are thriving on data. And that's why we are looking at literally everybody is working with each other. Even competitors are sort of working with each other. So it becomes very confusing, obviously, that who is who uh, you know, in this family. Um, so overall, from this solution perspective, these guys are one of the probably the they are probably going to be one of the most modern, I would say. I, I don't know if we are going to find another one. Probably there are one or two that we have to review that I feel are probably going to have most modern technology, especially in the independent space. Uh, but these guys are definitely one of the most cloud native ones. So the com comparable here is going to be, I'm not sure if you want to compare these guys with Trimble. Because in my mind, Trimble is a very construction-centric company. Uh, you know, they are not necessarily independent. So I guess we will talk, uh, you know, the way Gartner has positioned. And in this particular case, I think they have done a wonderful job. And we look at their quadrant, how they are positioning. And typically, the vendors that are not going to be independent, they are not rated as high overall in their maturity in general. Uh, obviously, the way Gartner likes to position these solutions is they are always trying to position them in terms of the enterprise maturity for the most part depending upon the quadrant that you are looking at but most of the vendors uh, that are going to be non-independent uh, you know they are positioned as more of the challenger category in general um so this is a very interesting play obviously these guys are tms solution okay they are not sweet uh, you know, they are going to have some capabilities, I guess, but I mean, they are definitely not trying to be, at least as of today, you know, Manhattans of the world with, where you are going to have all of those solutions bundled as part of your supply chain solution, where you are going to get your WMS, you are going to get your, you know, OMS. These guys are not trying that. Um, so this is a pure play cloud native TMS solution. Uh, you know, the comparable here are going to be 3G TMS, I guess, that we are going to review shortly. So we look at you know all of the competitors, I guess, once we get to the slides as well as uh, reviews. What else do we cover as part of briefing? Do you guys have any comments so far or shall we jump onto the slides? Let's go. Okay. Um, all right, so let's do it. All right, so this is a very interesting uh, you know commentary here. Here they are saying, and they have worded themselves as cloud-based transportation management solutions. Uh, they are using the term solutions, which is okay. Today announced a cooperative agreement with the International Federation of uh, Freight Forwarders Association, which is FIHEA. And one of the layers that we have not covered as part of our review is that are you more of the 3PL sort of TMS or are you more of the manufacturing distribution retail sort of TMS? Both are going to be slightly different. Uh, unique, unique requirements. They have very, very, very different requirements. Uh, overall, when you talk about the fleet management, when you talk about... Um, so these guys, the way they started, they were doing a lot more in the 3PL space, but we are going to review their slide as well. They have done, they have structured their positioning in a very interesting manner. So we'll touch on that. But for the most part, there are going to be two segmentation, I guess, you know, from the TMS perspective. When you look at Trimble, uh, Trimble is positioned more for the transportation companies, not necessarily for your manufacturers, retailers. When you look at Texas, Texas is positioned more for the pharma industrial distributor, etc. So everybody has their own sort of play. When you look at, uh, you know, Manhattans of the world, when you look at the blue and yonders of the world, they all are trying to uh, target more of the retailers. Uh, 3PL, they might take it, but I mean, they 
that's not their primary target market, I guess. Um, you know, SAP probably can do both. We have reviewed them as well, right? Uh, so depending upon the offering, you are definitely going to have that segmentation. So we are going to review these guys as well, whether they are going to be more in the 3PL space or are they going to be more in the manufacturing distribution retail space? Um, so here from the beginning, and this, this is, uh, I guess we are going back six, seven years back. We are looking at all of their press releases in terms of how they have positioned themselves, how they have evolved overall. So we are looking at that. So here they were trying to create this relationship with the freight forwarders. So our assumption is going to be that they are looking at more 3PL centric relationships. So here they are saying international TMS gives freight forwarders the tools and workflow to automate the right process while sharing data easily with their partners and agents. As a cloud-based solution, the TMS integrates scheduled data from leading providers of road, air, ocean, rail, and intermodal transportation to help clients ensure that these shipment department whatever so there's a little bit of international component as you can see uh, you know this is the your the external supply chain component they are doing intermodal as well so from the get-go i think they were positioned for that um now they had announced one integration here so here they are saying which can recognize sort organize transportation documents such as invoices bill of lading proof of delivery and other supporting documents hubtran uses advanced machine learning, uh, et cetera. So this sounds very much like Descartes, if you guys remember from that commentary. Uh, you know, they had the international uh, supply chain flavor in their TMS. Uh, you know, it is not uh, just designed for your domestic play. It was for international play as well, but their primary bread and butter was that, you know, document management, EDI, uh, you know, regulatory filing from the transportation perspective, they were doing all of that. So the combination of these two is probably they are trying to create very similar experience as your Descartes. Now we have this is uh, another news, probably the follow on of the previous one that we were just reviewing. So here they are saying an innovative product designed to combine fleet and fleet management for all modes of transportation so they were all uh, always into that fleet management okay so this is the acquisition i i guess and they always had fleet management now where is fleet management going to be relevant number one is going to be your transportation companies they have their own fleet unless unless you are looking at non-owned or what is that owner operator i guess model um, you know in the transportation space um, you know those are the only patches where you are not going to have the fleet but for the most part when you look at many of the transportation companies they are going to have fleet uh, you know some food and beverage distributors they are going to have their own fleets they try to maintain that so fleet management is a substantial component some tms systems support that some don't depending upon who they are really targeting but these guys seem to have that component. So they were always into that straightforward 3PL transportation sort of space. Uh, okay, here they are saying uh, optimize across all modes of transportation. Um, so they are able to cover all of that, um, you know, whether a specific shipment should move via private fleet or carrier. Okay, so they are able to combine both of them. The scheduling is going to mix both of those. It's going to be your internal capacity. It's also going to be your external capacity. And you need to combine both of those to be able to create the scheduling and the dispatch function that you would need if you are going to have your own fleet. So they can do both, not every single uh, TMS system. Sometimes most of the SMB ones, uh, I'm pretty sure, Andy, you probably can relate with this. I mean, 
they don't do fleet management the majority of the smb players that are going to be integrated with your uh, you know erp for the most part the pr- the problem is is that there's definitions in erp and and uh, descriptions or titles of functionality and none no two are the same yeah so to say fleet and freight management doesn't mean that two comp- two packages can say they do both that and mean something totally different yeah i completely agree uh, here i guess you know just to set the context a little bit because you made that comment i guess you know so here fleet are definitely going to be something that you are owning uh, these are going to be your internal vehicles that's how they are trying to position for the most part as far as the tms context goes uh, you know that's what they mean now freight management could mean a lot of different things okay freight management could be all over the place but for the most part when they talk about fleets they are definitely talking about internal fleet management um so just to be and by the way i think there are going to be some layers there as well which probably i need to clarify that this is your own fleet this is not somebody else's fleet so yes andy you know you are right that you know sometimes that could be all over the place uh but just for the clarity that this is we are looking for the internal fleet right. um so here they are talking about mercury fleet Uh, also assist companies in maintaining compliance with all regulatory requirements it uses algorithms and logic used in the driver safety management system and i think if i remember correctly dsms a uh, driver safety management system we saw this in the case of trimble trimble was doing this because they were really heavy in the transportation space and this is really deep compliance you have very heavy reporting requirements so unless you are targeting for the transportation company you are probably not going to have this so these guys are definitely targeting those now system used by the motor carrier safety administration so you have the fmsc uh, fmcsa uh, and obviously this is a very similar commentary that we saw in the case of trimble and then we have the csa scores obviously they are tracking all of those you have the compliance reporting so you need to maintain that now when you look at their industry they have structured it very 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 interestingly okay so they have two different menu items uh, you know in their positioning so they have the customer types and they have the industries so industries they are saying food and beverage health and pharma retail and wholesale distribution and then you have the manufacturing okay so from this you are going to feel that they are probably targeting these industries and the comparable from the competitor perspective for food and beverage you are going to have probably companies like ch robinson you are going to have atn okay ch robinson is not independent <laughs> okay so you have a little clarity there overall from the com- uh, competitor perspective health and pharma you are probably going to find texas okay texas is the independent player they are not trying to commercialize their many services offerings for the most part uh, you know they might have little bit of revenue here and there but that they are not primarily the supply chain consulting firm then you get into retail and wholesale distribution you are going to find manhattan um, you are going to find uh, your blue yonders of the world oracle sap they are really present there uh, yeah. then manufacturing you are going to find a lot of infor uh, in general from the wms cms perspective uh, then you have the customer types you are going to it's very interesting because they are sort of overlaying these two parallel paths and they are saying among these four industries because when you say food and beverage and going back to andy's comment andy was saying food and beverage could mean a lot of different things now here you know even food and beverage have many different business models so when you are going to have food and beverage business model of 3pl of carrier okay so we are talking about food and beverage carriers we are talking about food and be- beverage freight brokers food and beverage freight forwarders food and beverage 
And shippers. it keeps going on and on and on. Well, so shippers is where shippers, when they say shippers, so from their perspective, when they say shippers, they are talking about the actual supply chain. That's what is the actual food and beverage to be completely honest. But then you have other business models. So you need to read between the lines. They are doing shippers as well, but that's not their primary business model. Their primary business model is really going to be those 3PL carriers, um, you know, transportation companies. That's that's what they are targeting. Now, some more commentary here. This is the EEI, Electronics Export Information, Importer Security Filing with 10 plus 2 regulations, denied party screening, if I remember correctly. I believe we saw um, wherever we are going to find global trade compliance management, GTM. GTM is probably the right keyword for global trade functionality. And if I remember correctly, I think we saw this in the case of N4LN, uh, you know, Oracle. Uh, we saw this with QAD, you know, because they were doing a lot of global trade component. And sometimes these systems are used in conjunction with these ERP systems. And you need to have uh, the denied party screening functionality in both places. Otherwise, your integration might not work. So it gets very interesting, uh, you know, the way these capabilities work. And the night party screening could be very, very, very interesting because you get into that import-export scenario where each uh, you know shipment needs to be scanned, whether that can go in a particular country. So the, the data modeling that you're looking at, that gets very deep at the product level because you, know, you cannot ship something to a specific country because you might have those regulations. So it's a very, very, very deep hierarchy of the information. It's not going to be a light functionality. So here they are saying the company is enhancing its comprehensive global offering through an OEM arrangement with Integration Point, a leading provider of global trade management solutions. Okay. In fact, I mean, we saw this in in the case of, I guess, Descartes. Uh, my understanding is that they were used as more of the data solution and they were using Oracle SAP as their global trade functionality because that whole global trade functionality requires far tighter integration with your ERP processes, with your pick back ship processes. If you don't have that, you are probably going to struggle. So that's why that probably needs to reside inside ERP. So again, the whole piece is very interesting where you want to host depending upon your architecture. So here they are saying Mercury Gate, uh, you know, global TMS solution uses localized terms, languages, currencies, and unit of measures according to geography and requirements. So they are very international, as you can see. Uh, the system also enables shippers to directly file. So you are filing directly from this system, which could be a very deep compliance requirement. They, they are talking about electronic export information, EEI, via the automated export system, AES, and submit importer security filing, IFF, ISF, to comply with 10 plus 2 regulations. And again, these things get very, very deep. These are very similar to your financial filing, to be completely honest. Um, you know, you have significant uh, overages, uh, penalties. So again, this gets very deep. And besides, if you don't have enough acronyms, you can always make more. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Andy, do you have one, like the new one right now? Do you want to throw something here? I can't think of one that would be politically correct off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's create something for hair, I guess, because that is probably the most common joke, I guess, we have. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Um, so here we are talking about template management tool. Customers can generate all necessary import and export documents. Uh, that functionality gets very deep as well. The first release of joint integration and OEM is denied party screening. So they have done that. They have that functionality built. 
that is this announcement uh, what else uh they have spoken about their multimodal capability and again that is going to be handy when you are dealing with the international scenarios which is going to be the comparable here is going to be decart etc uh you know not every domestic tms is going to be able to support for example when you look at uber freight uh, they were primarily doing the us they were not doing as much international uh, when you look at and again this is the non independent category so here they definitely have the international capabilities the claims management is a big piece as well overall we have seen that in a lot of different cases uh, you know kerber i don't think we have spoken about them uh, we saw freight management claims management claims management itself get very 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 deep overall that is almost like healthcare billing uh, you know if anybody is familiar with the healthcare billing functionality so it gets very deep overall but again this is very cpl centric functionality the way it works the intelligent automation of final mile final mile we have seen this in a lot of cases uh, we saw this i believe in the case of texas uh, you know the transparency of shipment and order visibility and the risk mitigation of global sourcing and compliance into a single transportation management suite now they are to- talking about global sourcing but i don't think they are going to be as robust in global sourcing as your ch robinson uh, so there is a little distinction there because they had the supply chain arm they were building a consulting business and they are doing global food sourcing as part of that so i don't think these guys are going to be as deep there but you know that is one of the capabilities okay so now this is the announcement by the way the summit partners if you guys don't know and i don't know if we have reviewed them before but they are probably one of the strongest private equity uh, you know in the software space so they acquired these guys in 2000 the primary motivation is the cloud native tms because you know most of the tms systems that we have in the market are fairly legacy okay we saw trimble fairly outdated technology so there are like you know three or four cloud native systems especially in the independent category okay that are not going to be sweet so this is definitely one of them that is going to support all modes of transportation it's going to have really pretty technology uh, you know so that's the reason why these guys are really interested in them and they have kept them for a long time so now let's look at their history in terms of what they have done so they are they this is their commentary they are saying um, you know mercury gate today is one of the most comprehensive saas based tms solutions okay cloud native Uh, in the market uniquely addressing all customer segments including all customer segments is very critical as well and i don't know whether they actively target all of them but they are saying you know they can attack a lot uh, that's what they are trying to mean here which is going to be shippers 3pl freight forwarders uh, freight book brokers and carriers not everybody is going to have as comprehensive functionality as these guys and that's why they are really interested in that uh, they once they acquired them they got a new ceo the ceo actually came from red prairie which is your jda which is now blue yonder so there is a little uh, correlation there um so this 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 it says it's a saas based system but does that does that automatically synonymously say that it's also cloud based uh we'll look at they these screens and we okay. we'll look at these screens and right. you will know how cloud okay. native this is for sure okay uh and these guys are obviously very sharp uh you know i don't think they are going to invest in companies um uh 
uh, that are not going to have really good uh, technology, but these guys definitely seem cloud native at least, okay. uh, based on their look and feel. So here, by the way, their history has been very supply chain centric. They have held a lot. Um, you know, they have kept Infor, uh, Red Zone, and QAD are together. They still are with them. Uh, you know, so Red Zone is a very shop floor centric solution in the ACM space. Uh, they have Relic Solution, which is probably a very strong SMB, SNOP platform. And they had Uber. Can you believe this? Uh, you know, so big guys, obviously. Um, and they are backing it. So obviously, it's a big deal. Okay. So now, after they acquired, obviously, there are going to be logos that you are going to get. That is the first thing that you are going to get when a big name is going to acquire you. So they got a lot of them. So here, uh, I guess, after how many quarters? This is third quarter growth include Coca-Cola. They got Goodman Manufacturing Company. So no, so Coda Group and Coda Group, uh, Dave, do you know Coda Group? I, I don't recall their business model. I don't know if you want to search a little bit uh, whether they are 3PL transportation. Um, I don't want to overquote here. Uh, Goodman Manufacturing is definitely a shipper. You know, they are manufacturing open road transportation. Seems like transportation. Uh, Vets first choice. Uh, I don't know who they are. Uh, um, and then the here the expanded business into existing customers include Evans Transportation Services. So this is into okay. So this one the Ink Tech is very interesting because they are kind of a bar. <laughs> they are reseller oh. because they have a lot of videos on YouTube, to be completely honest. But they are also supply chain consulting and the logistics consulting. So it's all over the place in general. Uh, you know, but I mean, they seem to have their own probably fleet as well. And that's why they are talking about them. And then they, they have Rider, which is a transportation company. So I don't know. The only manufacturing that they have here is Goodman for the most part. But the large majority of their logos are going to be either 3PL or transportation. So Rider in this case, is this the truck leasing yeah. company okay uh, rental i uh, would you call them truck leasing my well, understanding rental, that's a very all of that yeah i think there's a component of that business that uh is the uh the leasing uh andy to your point okay yeah yeah so any company that is going to be as large as rider i guess they all are going to be doing some leasing but my understanding right. of them was that's a pure play transportation company I mean, mm. they have their own trucks, right? They are driving for themselves, but then obviously they are leasing as well. That would be my understanding. Dave, is that not accurate or are they purely leasing? Uh, no, no. I think it's a, a mixed model uh, to your point. Um, yeah, I, you know, it doesn't seem to me that I see nearly as many trucks around uh, in terms of uh, like general transportation services. I do recall seeing more on the um on the lease uh, vehicle side but um huh. i i do think that they are still around in that capacity and it looks like this coda group is a conglomerate of um other companies if i'm if i'm looking at the correct one it, it I would almost guess it has to be. It looks like they're uh into um military and defense and yeah. um you know, aquatics, things related to uh, uh, maritime uh, huh. activities. So it looks like a relatively uh, big company. Yeah, so I would put them in that 3PL bucket, to be completely honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so it seems like they, and do you know which one is Vets' first choice? Are they 3PL as well? 
that would be my i think that they seems to be more of the lsp logistics service provider probably yeah i'm um, not sure not sure okay so all right so let's keep going i guess here uh you know so they have won some of the awards so here they have won awards in the food and beverage space i guess so they have done fl 100 top software and technology providers list uh you know software gives food and beverage shippers so they were definitely targeting food and beverage shippers shippers which is going to be in competition with your aptil uh, ch robinson i think that's what you are going to see in that space uh you know so far then you have the yeah and when you talk about the global food and beverage then uh aptil is doing a little bit but mainly ch robinson um, it's really their play so that's what you are looking at yeah yeah, Sam. I, 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 it looks like um, that vet's first choice would would fit the 3PL model. It's a. Um, it looks like it's a network of, uh, a, a basically a network for veterinarians to uh, connect medications uh, to clinics. So, and I can't imagine they'd have their own fleet to deal with that. So. Yeah. So basically, the way I'm perceiving this, you know, very, very, very complex supply chain, connected supply chain, um, you know, some sort of service provider, right? That's where I guess their play is, and they are dealing with a lot of complexity. Uh, anybody that in that is in that freight forwarding space, and that itself could be very complex in general. You have a lot of uh, relationships there. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, so just to add on to what we were talking about, too, with Ryder, it's interesting uh, because I, I, I did have to quickly look that up. And even in their uh, kind of homepage uh, title, they start with truck leasing. Logistics is at the very end. So truck leasing, truck rental, use truck sales and logistics at the very end of that. Interesting. So they are probably then leasing, uh, pure play leasing companies. So Andy was probably right there uh, that yeah. they are probably pure play leasing. Okay. Very, very, very interesting. So, yeah. So I guess uh, we are looking at very, very, very complex supply chain companies is what um, they are doing, which is very interesting because in, in my mind, to be completely honest, for these companies, you would probably require custom software. And if these guys are able to pull off that kind of workload, that's impressive. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, it'd be interesting to see uh, how this offset or complemented uh, what they were, you know, what they were existing, uh, what what is existing in their infrastructure. Um, yeah. All right. So let's keep going here. So I guess um, this is uh, coming from another partner uh, announcement that they had done, and this is the delivery experience management software which is very interesting. I don't think we have seen that before, term at least. Okay, I don't think anybody has used this term. This is very synonymous to your last mile capability or the proof of delivery functionality, but nobody has branded this as delivery experience management. But the only exception, I guess, being Trimble, they are doing a little bit of driver workflow, but this seems slightly different. So here, they are talking about delivery experience management technology into Mercury Gates uh, TMS solution to allow shippers to launch DEM programs that provide complete visibility through the last mile of delivery. This is amazing, guys. Mind-blowing. Some companies have spoken about proof of delivery, last mile functionality, but not to this level. So this is very commendable. They have full control tower visibility throughout the supply chain, especially at the last mile. 
Um, so again, they are talking a lot about last mile. And that's where I guess, you know, some shippers may want to use them if they have substantial last mile component as part of their business model. So that whole last mile piece is very tricky, even for ERP companies, because it gets very complicated. And if your business model is going to require that, some smaller packages typically bundle as part of ERP, but that does not scale very well, to be completely honest. Okay, So when you are going to be at the enterprise scale or when you are going to be you know, over 100 to $50 million, then you probably require best of breed, I guess. So that's where um, these guys are going to be super handy. And their technology is not going to be as clunky as some of the options that you have for last mile with the ERP packages. They are talking about the exception management workflow. Guys, exception management workflow we have seen uh, you know, with the larger systems and that is going to be, and again, I'm, I don't recall all of the names that you have reviewed so far. So you guys need to help me, uh, here, but when we talk about the international supply chain, I guess we are, uh, exception management workflow. We have definitely seen in the case of blue yonder, uh, if I remember correctly, then you are going to see this in the case of Descartes because they are doing a lot of international as well. So exception management workflow, this one is slightly different. This one is from the last mile perspective. This is not talking about the whole map, you know, where your containers are, where your airplanes are. If you get exception, then you can take sort of action. You know, that is not going to have, I would say, as much transaction volume that you are going to see in the in the last mile space. Because here, you are literally getting alert from every single package. Uh, you know, that's how detailed this is. So this is very interesting that they are able to do this, uh, you know, in the last mile workflow and they are, providing that control tower functionality as part of your last mile workflow. Very interesting. Now, this is, uh, you know, another commentary coming from 2019. Here they have announced Trans Solutions uh, Incorporation, the leading provider of transportation-centric claims management software. So transportation claims management is a big deal in general. Uh, okay, and they have acquired this, and that's how they got these capabilities. For the most part, you know, most TMS solutions, they are trying to get as fat as possible. Okay, they are trying to get as many capabilities as possible uh, because obviously integration is always going to be a challenge. So everybody's trying to become a suite, but when you become sweet, everybody is going to hate you as well because now <laughs> you are selling everything, I guess. Uh, you know, <laughs> so there are always pros and cons of every single approach that you are going to take. And by the way, you are also going to find a lot of overlap uh, in general when you try to become sweet because everybody's trying to do a lot. Um, so it gets very confusing for the customers, uh, but in a way you go to these companies and then you are going to find a lot of capabilities. So these guys are trying to consolidate as much as possible. So trans solutions, and they have acquired a lot, especially any company that is going to be private equity owned in general, they acquire a lot. They try to accommodate as much as possible. They are trying to increase their deal size, uh, you know, from their perspective. So in this particular case, they have acquired the claims management software. Um, so here they are talking about complete suite of solutions for cargo claims, freight, bill, overcharge, vendor claims, carrier claims. And they are a lot. There's a lot going on there in these four buckets. There's a lot. Okay. And then they are talking about time, time frame needed to manage the claim life cycle. The whole life cycle is very complex in general. You know, and you typically have very delicate software just to manage that life cycle and here they got these capabilities and obviously you are going to have compliance reporting etc as well as part of that uh, drawbacks from manual entry and limited visibility to provide a unified platform 
to quickly identify problems. Uh, you know, here one more commentary here. Uh, okay, so this is the partnership announcement. Okay, so here since they are independent, they are able to partner with pretty much everybody, I guess. You know, so here Uber Freight, even though they have their own TMS, but they are partnering with these guys as well. Uh, and here Uber is providing the on-demand logistics business, Uber Freight's extensive carrier network. So Uber Freight is going to have the carrier network that not everybody is going to have because Uber is known for that. So network is the power, data is the power, and that's why you have so many interrelationships in the supply chain space. Um, so they are providing that. They are also providing pricing, and that's where that uh, you know relationship is. And you know, but here they have mentioned guaranteed freight lane capacity. Now, when we had reviewed Uber Freight, if I remember correctly, I think some people had commented that. Their model is not supposed to be guaranteed, and that's why it is slightly cheaper. <laughs> so they have real capacity issues. Go ahead, Dave. Sam, do you know when uh, was that announcement at the same time um, in uh, in 2019 for uh, the Uber Freight? Should be around that. It's definitely okay. yeah, yeah. Should be around that either 2019, 2020, somewhere around that. If yeah. we hold on, if we have date for the next one, so yeah, 2019, 2020, because okay. the next one is 2021. Got it. Yeah. Here, so guaranteed is a very interesting comment here. You know, when we reviewed Uber Freight, I don't think they had guaranteed model. And that's where some people were struggling with the capacity in working with Uber Freight. But here they are claiming that they have the guaranteed freight lane capacity. Um, here they are talking about shippers can depend on load coverage any hour of the day, seven days a week. Uh, you know, that's what Uber is saying. Users can price and tender immediately, spending less time. Again, a little bit of sales pitch, I guess, there. Obviously, Uber is known for that, but I don't think they are doing guaranteed, even though, obviously, if Uber is going to say, they are going to say it's all guaranteed. <laughs> so that's very interesting commentary. Now, another partnership agreement, I guess, in 2021, and this was the logistics optimization leader, and this is going to be your uh, Cheetah software systems, and they were very well known and popular, I guess. Uh, you know, so here they are talking about to deliver both a last mile parcel and less than truck load solution. So this is coming at a time when we were doing COVID, if you remember, and during COVID, everybody acquired some sort of parcel capabilities. So these guys acquired that as well. Traditionally, I think they would be more LTL centric, uh, you know, or maybe FTL, but parcel, most of the international ones, I don't think they had the real parcel parcel capabilities, but now they have acquired them. So they got that. So that's how they are becoming better, I guess, in getting all of these capabilities. They have acquired a lot of them. And this is a trend that has been consistent with pretty much everybody, uh, you know, who is owned by uh, private equity. Okay, so this is coming from 2022. And this is where they have coined the term that we have seen for the first time, the largest independent transportation management system provider okay now largest is questionable uh i guess i don't know who's large uh but they are definitely independent here freight transportation service powered by amazon so this is the amazon freight announcement amazon does not sell tms but they have very similar business model as your uber freight for the most part uh okay slightly different because obviously amazon is shipping a lot uber does not have their own shipment so a little different business model, but for the most part, the intent is very similar in general. 
Um, so here they are talking about to provide shippers with the ability to tap into Amazon Freight's reliable network and competitive dynamic rates through the multi-gate uh, platform. Amazon Freight blends the best of both traditional and digital freight walls. Uh, and then they are talking about own trailers and trusted carriers to move shippers truckload freight while delivering on innovation and performance, blah, 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 blah. Uh, then shippers can use Amazon freight to ship full truckload inbound to Amazon. And that's their relationship, I guess, to their facilities uh, or their customers' facilities using um, those 53 foot drive ends, I guess, right? Uh, we don't have anything else here. Okay. Now, this is the integration view, and this gets really interesting in the supply chain space, I guess. So here we are going to find a lot of common names, and these are the ones that we have reviewed, I guess, as part of this series when we are reviewing all of the supply chain WMS DMS solution. So one of the common names that you are going to see is C.H. Robinson. C.H. Robinson is partnering with pretty much everybody because obviously they are not independent. Okay, that's why they are trying to partner with as many as possible. Okay, TMS is not their bread and butter. For the most part, their business model is really um, the many services, and that's why everybody is sort of letting them in. So in my mind, when I look at C.H. Robinson, Uber Freight, very similar business model. They are not independent. Amazon Freight, they don't sell TMS, but very similar in my mind okay now project 44 is going to be interesting okay we are going to be reviewing them very soon they typically hang out with pretty much everybody so most likely they have something that nobody else has and that's why everybody is trying to hang out with them okay so when you look at the project 44 business model it it seems to have a substantial overlap you know how some of these new players are sort of positioned in the market but they seem to be integrated with pretty much everybody in the market. Um, this is very interesting. So I don't know who's going to acquire them. Uh, that could get very political and interesting as well. Right, Dave? Um, <laughs> Never a dull moment. Yeah, yeah. And they are owned by private equity. If my recollection is right, I think they are owned by Thama Brabo right now, uh, which has your Delta QAD of the world right now. Um, and there is a lot of collaboration happening between Summit and, and Thama Bravo. So yeah things are always interesting between those two um okay so here now descartes is getting integrated with pretty much everybody as well because they have data and people need data right and trimble has very unique technical components as well for example maps not everybody has maps uh you know so that's why you see trimble pretty much everywhere even with your competitors so most in most cases supply chain space is all over the place in general uh you know the way it works but then the best way to look at this is going to be from the lenses of independent versus non-independent. That is probably the easiest. Okay, so now cloud native, Andy. So this is how the cloud native UI looks in general, okay? <laughs> so if you compare this side by side with Trimble, obviously Trimble is very clunky. Uh, you know, they might have painted a couple of screens just for the demo, I guess. But when you look under the hood, then you are going to find that it's really clunky, uh, outdated, old. But this is definitely coordinated development, uh, you know, very clean design. So here, and by the way, I mean, with cloud native solutions, I think you are going to hear a lot of complaints as well. In general, people who are on on-prem, they liked on-prem a lot more, just because it had a little bit of speed, I guess. I don't know. Uh, when you that's go, usually, over... that's usually the, the biggest difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, functionality too, but but 
obvious difference is performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cloud, even though it has come a long way, but you are still going to feel a little lag. You know, the people who are switching for the first time, they will feel it. Uh, so these guys have complained about that as well. Uh, you know, here they are talking about rate shopping and, and carrier contracts. So this is the, uh, the di different business objects that you are going to see. Uh, you are going to see. So obviously, we have seen very similar structure if you compare this with Uber Freight. But again, dependent, independent. They are trying to manage their own sort of supply chain versus you have a platform. So this is a real platform. Uh, here you have the carrier, the contract, the rate table. Those are very standard business objects. You have the intermodal move. You have the load route. You know, this is all going to be international. So you have all of that. You are going to have multi-company functionality, but this multi-company functionality is not similar to your ERP. So here this is different because in the 3 pm space, you are actually shipping for multiple companies. So it could be all over the place, the way companies work. So here the company is not the same company that you are going to see in the case of ERP. So just a uh, you know point of clarification there, I guess. Now, invoices are going to be very interesting as well. So when you are going to look at the invoices from the lenses of TMS, you are looking at freight invoices. Okay, the matching process for freight invoices is very different from your regular invoices. So here, the only thing you are talking about is freight invoices. That is a key distinction. Sometimes people get confused. Okay, we have invoices here. We have invoices in the ERP. So how are they? comparable so these two are two different things freight invoices may not be as critical for a shipper to be completely honest if they are not shipping a lot they don't have matching process most companies they don't care for pennies i guess but when you are 3pl you have to care uh jay you have a comment i guess you smiled so uh, <laughs> no <laughs> smiling in agreement <laughs> <laughs> okay perfect um all right so here we have some more capabilities. I think these capabilities were very similar when we saw Trimble. Uh, my recollection, uh, if I remember correctly, the way you guys have sort of reacted when you looked at Trimble, you were like, oh my goodness, this must be enterprise. That was the impression I remember from you guys, that this must be very expensive, but they were in the SMB space. They were selling in the transportation space, right? So this is probably in the similar space as well, but their screens are leaner. They don't have as deep capabilities as you're going to find, but the capabilities are going to be very similar because these guys are targeting transportation companies as well. So they have very unique workflow, the way they like to think, the way their weight functionality is going to be, the way temperature control functionality is going to be, the way your freight class is going to be. This is all your transportation workflow. Now, this is coming from Gartner and uh, this is the review screen, I guess. So a couple of uh, you know stats for you guys overall to draw in, insights, I guess. So this is the company size and they have bucketed into four buckets. So under $50 million, uh, you know, 15% companies, most likely they are confused. They don't know who to buy, I guess, or maybe they have really complex business model. That's why they are buying this to be completely honest. Okay, but the major chunk of their customer, the 80%, probably 90% of the customer are going to be in that 50 million to a billion but large majority of them are in that a billion to 10 billion. So it's definitely upper mid-market solution. You know, yes, mid-market may be okay, but you know, it's definitely upper mid-market for the most part. You know, it's not meant to be SMB solution, okay? Now, if you look at the comparison, who they had compared, they had compared it with Oracle, which is very enterprise solution, okay? 3G TMS, we are going to review them, but I believe that's probably gonna be slightly more SMB solution, okay? Blue Yonder is a suite. It's not just the pure play TMS, but they had considered this as well, just 19%. And the reason only 19% considered is because, you know, most companies 
are probably going to buy pure play tms that's why these guys are getting a lot of business sometimes they can not replace other components the only thing they can replace is tms sometimes these decisions are going to be at the department level so obviously this sales cycle is going to be slightly easier that is the reason why those customers are not really considering blue yonder for the space and there is a little misalignment i guess overall in the market vertical as well blue yonder primarily targets your shippers because they have the snop component they have the retail component as part of that yes they have the external supply chain but they are not necessarily 3pl transportation solution so here we are talking about 3pl transportation so that's why the companies who are going to go for these guys they are not necessarily talking to blue yonder key distinction there for the most part their presence is in north america as well that's what we saw when we reviewed uber freight if i remember correctly so these guys are you know in north america as well sure they can do globally but right now they are heavily penetrated in north america and overall from the company perspective shippers they don't have a lot transportation is 44% so their primary vertical is transportation that's what we have been saying from the beginning either transportation or transportation like ppl companies freight forwarders is their bread and butter okay so now we have some more reviews and this is coming from uh this is the 1 billion to 3 billion dollar usd uh, you know companies obviously very large the comparable that they had compared is oracle so they are being compared with oracle which is very interesting uh and for some reason they compared cargo soft i just i don't know why i don't know what cargo soft is to be completely honest you know so that's very interesting this is coming from 2023 and uh, the deployment that they had done is united states canada germany and finland and from deployment perspective the compliance matters a lot as well so that's why not everybody is going to have the compliance functionality for each of those countries and these guys are definitely global solution that's why they are able to support all of those countries one more review here this is also 3 billion to roughly what 10 million dollar usd this is finance uh, but finance non banking and non banking is using a lot of this but if you look at their business model i think they are trying to sell something here so transportation management system for strategic planning and scheduling of mobile mobile uh, products in our organization so they have some sort of assets i don't know what they are moving uh, you know and they are doing fleet management fleet uh, fleet comparison with discounts transparency uh, and procurement forecasting based on delivery timelines um, so this is a very interesting business model finance company moving things uh, <laughs> very interesting then we have and these guys had compared alameca and uh, what is that freight tiger yeah i have no idea who those are no. uh then we have transportation company this is also 3 billion to 10 million dollars so obviously you know they are definitely in the enterprise space now some commentary here the reporting is weak which is interesting uh comment for the most part um and i guess the way their model is designed there might be some issues overall from the custom field perspective i guess they are probably not part of your reportable model so that's where the user is complaining about that uh, maybe the user was more used to sap oracle where they can report on the custom fields so it was probably shocking for them that why they were not able to report that um, this is very interesting commentary typically in any system we have used you should be able to build a report based on manually input user data uh, here they are talking about 3g tms and decart is what they had compared so decart is a very 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 uh, comparable system everybody is getting compared with 3g tms most likely because of the transportation component i guess how many comments do you have uh, we have 3 minutes comments or some more reviews no, comments review would be great 
review? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this they're, is, they're mostly all positive. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't look at the positive things. I think I'm more looking for details and sure, the credibility of the reviewer. Yeah. Uh, so this is the 30 billion USD organization 2016, which is very large. Okay, here they have compared wow. SAP. Uh, it is humongous. Okay, so 2023, by the way. Okay, here they are talking about help our clients in managing freights in multiple ways, both shippers and carriers, which translates in increasing efficiency and cost savings. Uh, our client was facing huge inflow of shipping orders and wanted to streamline the process of logistics so i don't know whether this is more of a supply chain company oh this is a software development company so the review is coming from software development person i guess so i don't know whether the 30 million dollar is coming from the company who's reviewing so that could be subject to debate i guess so we don't have enough clarity there in terms of who the reviewer is now this is the less than uh, you know 50 million dollar usd now let's look at their experience okay mm -hmm. so this is a in here they had compared some of the SMB centric solution, I guess. So we have Alpiga, uh, you know, group, uh, and we are going to review them as well very shortly. And then we have E2 Open, which we are going to review uh, probably in the next couple of sessions. And this one is very US focused. That's what reviewer has mentioned. And that's our impression as well, that even though they have global functionality, but they are still very US focused um, so far. So that's it for the slides, I guess. Now, do you guys want to go to any slides, comments? You know, we, we've been looking at these uh, TMS systems, and, and every time we're looking at one, it seems to be getting bigger and more sophisticated and more more to it every time. That there, It just keeps going on and on. There's a lot. There's a lot. And you definitely require the best-of-breed TMS system when you are going oh, to be. Yeah. I mean, 3PL, most certainly, okay? Even for shipper, you probably need it. Yeah. Jeff? No, it's just... Uh going to agree with where you guys are at with it. I, I think kind of on that point in terms of the sophistication that we see, it's it's really prompted by, you know, uh, end users. <laughs> you know, you start thinking about the level of visibility we expect when something is moving uh, and then the ability to communicate across those channels. And I think this is the stuff you end up seeing, especially in the enterprise space. I mean, there's just there's no way to get around, uh, you know, the user requirement, uh, the end user requirement of, of what people anticipate and expect to see. Uh, and so they think, oh, bigger company, I should get even more visibility, yeah. more notifications, more, you know, integration, more communication, more, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. So and I, I think that's exactly what we're seeing. It's uh, it's interesting to me uh, to see you know, I, I think we're a ways away, but to see how these things will ultimately consolidate and uh, both both from a, you know, from a, a model standpoint, but then also on the technology side, it'd be interesting to see how some of these ultimately end up getting, you know, mingled and, and you know, bundled and resold and all of the fun stuff that happens in business. Yeah. So very interesting comments, guys. Uh, more comments or are we good? No. Okay, so we have some comments from the audience as well, so we'll cover them. By the way, this is coming there from Dan, Dan Aldrich. Uh, follow him, amazing guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he's yeah. talking Very about bright. It. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, would a company like Amazon use a TMS like Mercury Gauge, or may, would they have their own uh, custom developed to hook with the freight forwarders? Amazon, let's not talk about Amazon. You know, they are the technology powerhouse. They, are prop they might be using a lot of them, 
depending upon how the users they have their own sort of architecture but for the most part they are probably not the right example uh, to look for in general uh, they can probably commercialize their technologies just like uber freight is doing to be completely honest but i don't like uh, you know getting into technology business when you are you are sort of competing with your own uh, you know carriers providers and the tms companies so i don't know why uber freight is doing that amazon is slightly wise that they are not selling technology so far maybe one of these days i don't know uh, but it's a very interesting <laughs> business model yeah, never never say never <laughs> exactly exactly yes infor ln yeah. has global trade component he's right then he is talking anders is talking about uh, for the layman how would he define global trade capability i would expect some container tracking and weight unit conversion but what other functionality is common in this arena okay you have no idea how complex this gets it's not as easy as that okay this is going to be okay what shipment can you send to any country there are political boundaries uh, if you ship something mistakenly you have no idea how bad that could fire back um, okay so there are some serious issues they are not mess with that global trade management is a big deal and that's why typically most companies when they are going to be serious about that they typically keep that inside oracle sap because we are talking about war here uh, you know, it could was be that, serious. Was that C.A. Robinson that went through and listed out all of the different um, licensure and things that they were going out after? I can't I can't remember which solution. Well, I, I think it was C.A. Robinson, though. Uh, there was one of the solutions we've done recently that went into great detail about all of the different I'm calling it licensure certifications. But, but there were some right. very specific. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they were doing air ocean they yeah. had the names of those and i'm missing those uh, names as well to be coming now we are reviewing way too many so now our heads cannot keep up i guess right uh but you're right ch robinson was the one that had license with pretty much everybody in the market uh from ocean perspective from air perspective right uh yeah and, but i mean the reason why companies need to work with the managed services provider is when you get into issues such as global trade management you need to work with somebody who really know what they are doing <laughs> well, that was kind of my point, right? Like if 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 uh, a solution like that is positioning themselves and utilizing that within in and around their marketing message, there is a great deal of importance behind that because of exactly what you're saying. There yeah. are too many intricacies, intricacies and things to, you know, that can go wrong <laughs> to Anders point for the layman. Uh, and <laughs> that is the exact reason that you align yourself with a, a solution like that. Yeah, exactly, guys. Uh, great comment. So I think we have just the last comment. Uh, you know, thank you so much, Alan, for joining. Uh, and I don't know if you have any other last comments. I think we have four minutes over. We need to wrap quickly, I guess. What was Alan's comment? We, uh, great discussion. He's just appreciating how awesome, oh, it, oh, you know, oh. handsome NDA is. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Are, are we good? Yeah. All right, guys. So that's a wrap. Uh, if you joined for the first time, this was part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys are going to be here next week. We are going to come back with another vendor or the solution. On that note, thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show, for sharing their knowledge and journey. I always pick up learnings from our guests, and hopefully you learned something new today. If you want to learn more about Dave Chrysler, head over to the Chrysler.club, C-H-E-C-R-Y-S-L-E-R If you want to learn more about NDE Pratico, head over to esoft.com. It's E-S-S-O-F-T.com. Links and more information will also be available in the show notes. 
Also, don't forget to subscribe and spread the word among folks with similar backgrounds. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please review and rate us on your favorite podcasting platform or DM me on any social channels. I'll try my best to respond personally and make sure you get help. Thank you and I hope to catch you on the next episode of the WBS Podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks. We'll see you next time.